This is 365 Tech by Suites. Today I'm coming to you live from Rochester Institute of Technology in Rochester, New York, where I am at BrickHack 4, or otherwise known as BrickHack 2018, which is a hackathon. I have met up with my team. Hacking started about half an hour ago, and I took a break just to go to the restroom real quick because I hit my first wall of the day. So I'm going to be talking about my experience through this 24-hour hackathon and takeaways that I have throughout. I got to the event right around 11 a.m. Event registration opened at 10.30, but because I've already been to a bunch of hackathons and I already knew where my team was going to be and who was going to be on it, I decided to show up around 11, where they, uh, the room was already pretty packed. They have a hack room set up with massive lines of tables, and everybody was already set up there. The person who drove up with me to New York wasn't able to come in with me. They are very strict here, it seems, on security and people being able to come in and leave the hacker room. I don't know if that's just to maintain some privacy so that other students that go to Rochester Institute of Technology aren't walking in and out of the event, or if that's because of security reasons. As I'm sitting here recording the podcast, one of the security guards just walked past me checking that all of the doors and offices up here were locked. Security definitely seems like a high concern for them. So I got to meet up with the team. First time I've gotten to meet the members on the team because before this, how I had met them in forming the team was just through Slack messaging through the BrickHacks Slack, BrickHacks Slack, that's kind of a tongue twister. Met them in the team building channel, so this was my first time meeting them. Got to meet Sal from, he was, he was originally from the University of Texas and he's interning up here in, in actual New York City um, this semester. And then we've got Alex, who is an undergraduate at the Rochester Institute of Technology, and Zach, who is a graduate student at Rochester Institute of Technology. All of the guys seem pretty capable, um, but everybody's going to have to learn a little bit. Right now, what we're struggling through is we are working on building out the Arduino board and trying to get the initial code on that. Going back to what I was talking about with security, so they're pretty tight on security, so they didn't let her come in. Like, I was kind of disappointed because for all the hackathons in the past, they've left it pretty open. That way, when I bring guests, I can show them what hackathons are about, show them what some of the other teams are working on, what the, what the environment feels like, what where I'm gonna be sitting, the project I'm gonna be working on, just to have a little bit of interaction with them, thank them for driving the seven hours with me from Columbus up here to New York. Kinda of disappointed, but uh, they're, uh, they were able to figure other stuff out. And so I went in and started finding my team, and then hacking didn't start until 12.30, like an hour ago. So until that time, we were just chilling, they had some lunch for us, they are very, they catered to me, so I was able to have a vegetarian meal, and they had tons of subs, plenty of food, they ran out of some of the meat orders though, so they're ordering some pizza for everybody to eat later on. They've got tons of food throughout this event. At They've got dinner being served in a couple hours, and then they have sushi at midnight, and then they have breakfast in the morning. The entire event, remember, is free, so this is all being paid for. I, I showed up here just to have a vacation, and I'm getting fed. They had these super nice blankets. Oftentimes when you go to events like this, they give you t-shirts, and the t-shirts are cool. I was kind of disappointed at first that I didn't get a t-shirt, but I'm so much happier to have these blankets. They're these big old blue blankets. They're not low quality. They're high quality blankets, and it says Brick Hacks 4 on it. So I grabbed a bunch of stickers. My, 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 you should see the back of my laptop. It is so covered in stickers that you now, it's not about finding available real estate. It's about prioritizing the already covered real estate with which one matters more. Is it my Clean Plate Club sticker from Colorado Springs, Colorado while I was at the Air Force Academy? Or this I Love API sticker that takes up like an entire sidebar of my screen. 
I figured it out, prioritized, and got a couple more stickers on. Sal, one of the members of my team, gave me this awesome idea of taking some of the stickers that I get and sending them back to my little sister. It's what he does. He just collects all of these stickers from hackathons and then sends the stickers back to his little sister. I thought that was adorable, and I'm definitely going to take a page from him and send some of uh, I got a cat sticker that's in the shape of a polygon and to represent the Rochester Institute of Technology, and I'm going to send that one back to her because... Abby's always thinking about me and she's the cutest girl ever. So I'm gonna send this girl a sticker Right now in our setup of the Arduino. I'm having some trouble I just downloaded the Arduino IDE and now I'm trying to get it connected with the eco Duino and just push up some of the sample code I'm having some trouble with the library for some reason the DTH the sensor library that's coming with it is Not wanting to work right for me So I took a couple of seconds to step away and record the beginning part of this podcast so I'm going to go back down there and how I'm going to approach the problem is continue to try to Google and try to install the library in different ways, whether I'm adding the library directly into the file directory or if I'm using the EcoDuino's IDE in more of a graphical user interface to upload the library. Tried a couple different. Kind of frustrating when you hit all, but it just makes it even more satisfying when you finally break through it to know that it was a little bit of a challenge. Nothing that is satisfying is ever going to come easy. Not for me, at least. The most challenging things in my life are the things that I derive the most value from, which is why hackathons are awesome, because you hit a million walls, but you break over a million in one. And I'm going to go back and do that. I'll catch you guys in a little bit after I probably hit a few more walls in a few hours. We got over the first hurdle of getting the initial code running on the Garduino, or the, I'm sorry, the Ecoduino. So now we are able to display in real time from just our regular laptops what the temperature, humidity, and humidity of the soil is for our Ecoduino. Now we have kind of split off and isolated the work so that Zach and myself are working on the Arduino side. So we're working on trying to get all of the data pushed from the Arduino up to Firebase and have the functions running on that. And Alex and Sal are both working on the Google Home side using the Google Assistant integration. So that way uh, they're working on presenting the data so that you can ask, okay Google, what's the humidity of my garden or okay water my plants and then there's a whole interaction set up there so they're working on when you tell it to water if it's not a time when the garden should be watered say the uh, soil humidity is high or there are other factors that tell you that it shouldn't be watered Google will interact with you and say hey warning um, you watered your garden yesterday Are you sure you still want to water today that way the interaction can be a little bit more developed than just a simple command and response you actually have some sort of interaction there what we're working on now on my side with the eco Duino is we're trying to put Firebase integration in that way we can start pushing all of our code to the to Firebase in real time. This is my first time working with C++. I didn't know that uh, I was going to be doing that. Last time I was working with a microcontroller, I was working in Python, so I just made the assumption I was going to be working in Python again. But C++ has not been super difficult to pick up because a lot of this is code that already exists and I'm just needing to man manipulate it. And as long as you understand one sort of object-oriented code or one sort of yeah, object-oriented code. So I learned Java. That was my first programming language. Once you know Java, it's very easy to then be able to read and interpret and manipulate code like uh, C++, C, and JavaScript, and Python. Every other programming language kind of follows the same structure. So it's been pretty easy to pick it up. Uh, it's just been trying to figure out what the difference is between C and C++, and it sounds like C++ is just built on top of C. So all of the things that I, even though Ecoduino IDE, um, even though the, I'm sorry, even though the Arduino IDE compiles in C, 
you can use C++ code because everything can be, get compiled down to, to, the C++ is able to be compiled down to C using that IDE. The hackathon's going pretty well so far. Everybody is getting settled onto the teams. There's a little bit less energy as people are more focused and getting into the grind and starting to hit their walls. I'm sitting right next to a team that's using this armband to control their mouse right now. I'm sure they were just using the mouse control as a demo. Um, I, I like their IoT hack though. It's this nice little armband that sits around your forearm right near your elbow. And as he moves his hand around, um, up and down, side to side, his mouse moves on the screen. And a squeeze is, if you squeeze your hand, it is a right click. And if you open your hand and extend your hand, then it is a left click. So I'm just watching him navigate his website, sitting back and moving his hand, and he's able to open and close tabs and navigate around it. Looks pretty cool. I don't know what their project is. I guess I should ask them when I get back. But their project looks interesting. At the rate that we're going right now, um, I don't necessarily know if we're going to have to stay through to the night. My goal is to be able to finish a lot of the project tonight. That way I can take um, a nice good couple hours sleep and then come back in the morning and finish it up. They've got yoga in the morning at 7, so even if I do leave early, I plan on coming back for the yoga, but um, staying up all night kind of hurts a little bit. It's fun. It's fun because this is like the event. It's like carbo loading before a race. You do it for the race, and it's, it's special, and that's what makes it fun. But it's still nice to just get to enjoy the town of Rochester, go back home and eat a little bit before I, I have to report and do everything tomorrow. We are all communicating on Slack. We've created GitHub repositories, and Zach didn't know very much about GitHub, so we're kind of walking him through that. Besides that, though, everyone has picked up their own pieces of work. We didn't need to necessarily go down, sit down, and figure out the structure. Everyone just kind of picked it up, and the work's been divided pretty nice so far. I've liked how this hackathon's been run. They have tons of food. Oh my goodness. I've gotten so many stickers. It's unbelievable. And then they just put out snacks. So I grabbed a set of strawberry Pop-Tarts. They had Cheez-Its. They have these nice little sugar cubes which have two things of coffee in them or two things of caffeine. Blah, blah, blah. Mixed up the words. It is the same amount of caffeine as two cups of coffee. They don't necessarily have the greatest taste. They're these little gummies, chew cubes. I think they're called go cubes. I'm not looking at the pack right now. But they give you a ton of energy. I, they had them at my first hackathon, and I've actually got a sticker from the company on the back of my laptop from that first hackathon. Those Go Cubes are going to be able to pull us through the night if we have to stay here late. Hopefully we don't, though. Let's get back to hacking. Eight hours into hacking, and it is going incredibly well, way better than I thought. We just had the lowest point. Usually this point happens around midnight or two in the morning where we just hit something, realize that there's a critical flaw in the overall project and that we have to go ahead and pivot the entire design. Instead of happening super late, this happened just like two hours ago. So I was able to double team a couple mentors, had mentors sitting on my right who knew a bunch of Arduino, mentors sitting on my left who knew a bunch of uh, Python, C, and JavaScript. So they were both helping me and here's what happened. I got the Arduino, the Ecoduino, under the assumption because under the assumption that it had Wi-Fi or some sort of internet built in. My past experiences with microcontrollers are with the Raspberry Pi, and the Raspberry Pi 3 has Wi-Fi built in. So I just assumed that that functionality was going to be there. And as I'm getting all my sensor data readings in, I'm I'm trying to build out the functionality to be able to push all of our readings, all of those sensor data, up to Firebase, Google's real-time database. And as I'm working through this. I realized that the library I was trying to install was for a specific Arduino hat. And then I run over to the, the hardware table to try to see if they have the hat here at the hackathon. And they didn't. Out of all the attachments that they had, they had sensors, they had resistors, tons of sensors. They didn't have any Wi-Fi hats. So then I look up Micro Center, and it turns out there aren't any Micro Centers within the state of New York 
so I couldn't, that's not an option. So I had to figure out a way to try to transfer the data using serial from the Arduino to my computer, and then once it's in my computer to push it up to Firebase. That's where I start to hit the wall and get stressed because I don't know very much about microcontrollers. I don't know how data is transferred from the Arduino. Uh, and none of my, I, I'm the most experienced person on my team. The other three people on my hackathon team are newbies. They've never uh, been to a hackathon before. So they're, they're trying to do their own portion of the code and I don't want to interrupt their flow, but I also need help. Luckily, there's a Mentorch Slack channel, so I shoot over, hey, I have um, Wi-Fi issues with my Arduino, wanted to figure out the best way to send data using Serial. So I get a mentor that comes over and he starts to help me, and he's going through docs with me, going through Node Package, um, helping me just slowly trying to process the data, understand what the problem is, and he's asking me very basic fundamental questions, like what is, what is the challenge that we're hitting? Okay, once we understand what the challenge is that we're hitting, why are we hitting that challenge? How can we overcome it? How is data being transferred? And then two hours later, uh, well, I'd say like 30 minutes later after working with that guy, another mentor comes over. He, I guess, didn't see the response in the mentor Slack channel. So he thought he was the first one to respond to it. He comes over to me and my mentor says, no, we've already got it covered. And he starts to walk away and I say, are you sure? He's like, actually, never mind." So we flag him back down. And now I've got two mentors sitting beside me and uh, we're trying to get it all fixed. One of them's looking up one part of the problem, and the other one's on the other side looking up the other part of the problem, and I'm just in the middle trying to do what, they, what they're telling me while trying to understand and not just copy what it is they're saying, you know? You need to not just do what they're saying, but understand why I'm doing it. That way I can recreate these steps and, and change the steps depending on what my needs are. So after working with them for an hour, I got the solution finally finished, and now it's dinner time. So I'm sitting with my veggie dinner on my lap, got some cornbread, some potatoes, mac and cheese, and a uh, Sticky Lips barbecue sticker. They gave us so many stickers. Again, if I haven't already emphasized that enough, get tons of stickers at hackathons. And this is free meal number two. Gonna enjoy this, get back down, hopefully finish the project before midnight. It's 10.30, so there is still about 12, actually more like 14 hours of hacking left. We're not even halfway through. We've got pretty much the entire thing done. So, the only, so we, we're gonna call it tonight. Everything's starting to just get a little bit slower and we are just getting tired. So rather than try to stay up through the night and power nap it out, we're all gonna take a break. I've got the person who helped me drive up coming up to drive me back to our place. I'm gonna go to sleep. Wake up super early, probably like five. That way I can get back here by six for the morning yoga. Gonna do the morning yoga and then we only have a couple pieces of work left. It was really nice to have a pretty competent team who all knew what they were working on so that we, can, we could knock everything out fast and I didn't have to be a micromanager for any of it. We really divided out the work pretty well. While, while some people weren't active the entire time, everybody contributed pretty evenly so far. What we have left to do tomorrow is fully connect the water pump, um, clean up the dialogue interaction a little bit, and then submit to dev post. So we'll have about four hours when I plan on getting there in the morning and it's, Hopefully it'll only take us one to two hours, and that would be nice. I'm pretty mentally exhausted right now. Uh, there's, I'd say there's like 30% of the people, activities died down. One of the things I do like about this hackathon is rather than giving all the swag up front, like t-shirts and gloves and stuff, they've been uh, staggering it throughout the night. That way people are rewarded for staying longer. So two hours ago they gave out these gloves which are nice little brick hack. They're orange gloves with black fingertips. I've never gotten gloves as swag before. And they gave out blankets when we first got here, these really nice blankets, gloves. And then once, um, once 10 o'clock hit, about 30 minutes ago, they started giving out these t-shirts. 
So I've got a t-shirt, got a bunch of gloves and a blanket, and I'm ready to go home and take a nap. So that's the end of the episode tonight. I'm going to be reporting back tomorrow to finish up with the hackathon, talk a little bit about that, and then I'll be getting back on the road back to Columbus. Got a party tomorrow night at my house that I need to get prepared for, and the house is still pretty dirty. But I'm going to be present here and be happy here, and then start stressing about that once, I, once that time comes. Have a good night, everyone. If you got any feedback or any, any opinions on the hackathon, I would really love to hear it. Hackathons are one of my happiest times because it's just an environment of collaboration and innovation and learning. I got to meet three new people today and absolutely made, made, my, made, made my week, made my want month. I love hackathons, so if you've got any feedback, questions, or opinions, call in, let me know. Otherwise, I'll catch you tomorrow.